Hi, this is Ella McChrystal and this is an episode of The New Mind. This was unplanned actually, it's sort of been what I would call um, a special edition. Uh, the news recently is, um, if you haven't seen it already, is that Rishi Sunak has decided to explore the idea of stopping uh, trans females accessing healthcare on female wards in hospitals. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, this is just the beginning of a really horrible slippery slope. So I've invited my good friend Jax Feely onto the episode today to sort of cover the issues because I really feel quite strongly that um, we all need to be the voice right now. You may not think that this affects you directly, but if you have a friend or a family member that may be questioning their gender or their identity, you need to be aware of what to expect. And guaranteed, you're going to come across somebody that is struggling with their, their gender at some point in your life. So let's all be informed and educated. And Jax does that beautifully. So welcome, Jax. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, love. How are yeah. you? I'm okay. I feel like I haven't looked up from Instagram in the last 48 hours. Like my, I've literally been um, bombarded with with messages and stuff from people. And it, obviously, you know, it, 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 so I don't mind that, but I just feel like I've not looked up from Instagram for the last like 24, 48 hours because some of the messages I've received are horrendous. So horrendous from the point of view of the people with a lived experience, or horrendous in terms of abuse. Both, to be fair. Um, more than anything, it is uh, people with experience who are frightened, um, worried about their children, worried about the safety, worried about the rights, worried about how they're going to be treated, um, you know, wanting to get out the country, you know, panicking about their children's future, um, the safety of the children. You know, when you've got the person who's meant to be running the country saying something so blatantly and so blasé in an attempt to get votes, it was a real, like real, real hit to the stomach, and it's hit a lot of people big time, and it's it's left people really scared. Well, you know, I mean, I think I said on one of your posts, I was watching this happen in America a while ago, and it kind of makes you question: Is this just kind of like, you know, do we even have separate countries with separate governments anymore? Because I started to see this in America, where they were taking away trans people's rights. And I don't know the full story over there, but I remember thinking then that perhaps we're going to end up going down a similar road here. And it does seem to have followed suit. So I feel like this is kind of like the whole world is starting to do the anti-transgender thing right now. And the way of, for me, the way of getting votes and the way of sort of creating segregation. If you if you go back to, you know, with... Um, let's go to 1940s, 50s, 60s with black people. Black people were segregated. They weren't allowed to use the same water fountains as everybody else. You know, it was no Irish, no blacks, no dogs. And I yeah. feel like we're seeing a similar situation now where we're starting to use the same prejudice, but on a different section of people. Oh, absolutely. I literally said it in a talk that I did a couple of weeks ago that, you know, what happened with black people uh, all those years ago then happened with gay people you know, 30, 40 years ago, you know, you're you're the problem, you're the paedophile, you're the one with AIDS, you're this, you're that, don't wanna, you don't want you in my toilet, don't want you near me, blah, blah, blah. This is the same thing happening now, you know, when I said to you what when we did our first podcast, when was that a year ago, six months ago? Yeah, yeah. 
trans is where gay was, you know, 30, 40 years ago now where this is happening. And, you know, I watched a video just this morning of Margaret, Margaret Thatcher saying the same thing. You know, we shouldn't yeah. be educating children on the fact that they can just quite happily be gay. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same thing. And it's an attempt to distract from the fact that the Conservatives have, have failed the country and it is a is a desperate attempt to 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 um, grab all those people who they may have lost by going, well, you know, I won't I'm, I'm I'm against trans people, but trying to say it in a way that wouldn't get a reaction, which it absolutely has, and it yeah. can't be taken back now. I know a lot of people are gonna say, okay, um, you know, this is people that perhaps haven't had the education because let's face it, the education isn't really out there on transgender issues. They might say, well, a person who is of, um, a person of colour is not able to choose the fact that they're born with a different skin colour. So yeah. I kind of wanted just to ask you what your opinion is on that. And then I've, I've actually found some information that I was going to share on the podcast today just to sort of explain why someone who's transgender isn't making a choice to be transgender. Oh yeah, I mean, it absolutely, you know, it kills me to hear it when people say, you know, you choose to be this, you choose to be that, it's a choice. It's it's absolutely not a choice. You know, we sort of delved into, you know, I talk about my life a lot and and the fact that, you know, trying to to not be trans is, is, a, is mentally exhausting and it, it leaves people unwell and yeah. you know I, I say it and I, and I will keep saying it and keep fighting this fight that it's it's a dead it's a dead person or a living person that's the you know that's the choice for my family it was a dead daughter or a living son that is that is the question that's why I'm so passionate about saying to Rishi Sunak what is what what if your children say that to you yeah because you say in one sentence you know a man's a man a woman's a woman people cannot decide what what sex they are whatever he said that is not only inciting hate and more abuse and making it okay to be against trans people for, you know, out in the world, but it's also telling your children that that's not okay and that you're not a safe space. They can't come to you. And, so this, I, and that's this, why I said in that video, I hope to God your children and never, never ever feel any sort of misalignment towards what the stereotypical conservative parties societal expectation is because they can't go to you and yeah. they're watching you make them not okay and that results in people suppressing it going to someone else replacing with drugs replacing with drink replacing with self-harm and eventually replacing with suicide yeah and 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 that we know that the suicide or at least suicidal ideations and the statistics around suicidal ideations and mental health issues around transgender is huge i don't have those statistics to hand but we know that it's a massive massive problem um i wanted to kind of bring up some details i've got my phone because i don't want to get this wrong um and i'm just going to sort of read these to you so in terms of comparing trans or you know gay people and people of color to say well one is more valid than another in terms of prejudice which some people will try and argue and say, well, there's only, you know, you've got female genitals or male genitals, and that's how you know if you're male or female. So, okay, there's a few points I want to make, and this is sort of research that's going on in this area. Fetal development. So much of the research exploring the biological basis of gender identity looks at the influence of prenatal before birth factors. During fetal development, the sex of a person is determined by the presence or the absence of the Y chromosome. If a Y chromosome is present, the fetus typically develops male. 
reproductive organs, while the absence of a Y chromosome leads to the development of female reproductive organs. You cannot see the Y chromosome and the X chromosomes. You can see the genital expression, but you can't actually see the chromosomes. If we look further into that, when we look at the hormones, testosterone and estrogen, they play a crucial crucial role in the development of a person's physical and sexual characteristics. Again, these hormones are produced in varying amounts during fetal development. So what we're looking at now is brain structure. Some studies have examined differences in brain structure and function between transgender individuals and cisgender individuals. While these studies are ongoing and not definitive, they suggest that there may be a subtle variation in the brain regions associated with gender identity. For example, research using brain imaging techniques have shown that brain structure of transgender individuals may be more similar to their identified gender rather than their assigned sex at birth. So what we, and, and again, intersex conditions, which cannot be seen always, um, individuals are born with variations in sex characteristics that do not fit typical definitions of male, female. So the exposure that a child, as exposure to hormones that the fetus receives, the Y chromosome, the uh, estrogen, testosterone, and the brain structure can all affect the way a person identifies as a gender. So even though typically the absence or addition of a Y chromosome creates the sex assigned at birth, what's going on underneath is you can be intersex and not know about it. Your brain structure can develop in a way because of the hormone exposure that, that makes you feel more identified with another gender. So this isn't about just the external genitals, which is what everybody focuses on. It's about yeah, chromosomes, yeah. it's about hormones, and it's about brain structure. It's far wider than that. Yeah, and so like, it's the last thing that comes into the picture. Like it's it's literally the last thing that people, you know, should should associate with it because you know a trans man, trans woman, everything about that that person is is a a woman or a man apart yeah. from this, you know societal expectation of what the genitals mean yeah and i think that's where most people struggle that's where people like rishi sunak are leaning in because the lack of education around the chromosomes yeah. around the the uh, brain structure and around the hormonal exposure of the fetus he's yeah. not talking about that what he should have said in that speech is as a side I need to mention chromosomes, brain structure and hormonal exposure as a fetus, because that would then explain why somebody identifies and feels the gender that they then choose to be. And that shouldn't stop someone accessing healthcare. If you're a transgender person, as I said to you off camera, healthcare is one of the most important things in terms of mental health and in terms of physical health. Why should yeah. you be stopped? To it's, not there, it? it's not there anyway. Like there's not a lot of healthcare to even stop, but yeah. for him to... For him to say that statement was such a lazy, ignorant, uneducated statement because, in all honesty, the 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 impact of that is you've got you've got two main points. I don't know if you read the article that I just I just sent you with. In yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two main points that people will take from that statement. All he all he said was a man's a man, a woman's a woman. That's just common sense. You cannot change your sex. That whether he's talking about biological sex, gender identity, whatever he's talking about, 
he's that uneducated in the impact that this will have that him saying that one sentence will give two different stories to two different types of people the first type of people the first type of person will hear it's okay to be against trans people it's okay to abuse and hate and not agree and it's okay to basically commit hate crimes and ostracize those people and blah 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 the second person will hear that there's absolutely no hope for you in this world you're not loved you're not seen give up and I so, guarantee there will be people who have heard that speech who've already given up now because that would have tipped them over the edge. I mean... And this, both those things will result in people losing their life yeah. because of giving the abuse or receiving it. So in order for people to understand the genital expression of a person, i.e. the genitals that you see, are a small part of the brain structure, the chromosomes and the hormones. I want to get that across because I want to keep saying that over and over again. For people listening, they're arguing yep. in their head. Chromosomes, hormones and brain structure here. Rishi clearly knows nothing about that. I know uh, very little about that because research is ongoing. But what we do know is that those three factors play a part in someone's identity. And if someone is feeling suicidal or if someone really feels like they are in the wrong body why haven't got why haven't you got the right to modify that no one questions other types of modification no one questions say a female wanting to increase the size of her breasts no one says you're not allowed to do that some people might not uh, like it but no one says you can't do that and it makes you any less female or any less you know you're allowed to do it no one talks about tattoos or very few people talk about tattoos now, or or a nose job, or a, a facelift. These are modifications that people make to their body. But because they're making those modifications within a set parameter, I am female and I'm making modifications to my face, people accept that. But what what's the difference? If you're not happy with what you've got, why aren't you or me or anyone allowed to change that without being bullied, vilified, and made to feel like your life isn't worth living. I don't understand. No, I know. And it's just a, it's a superficial, surface level. It, like I said, it's it's ignorant and it's lazy and it's un, and it's uneducated and it's so dangerous. You know, I am not someone who who pipes up with about political statements. I'm really not. You know, no, I'm no. not. I'm not the most educated person with politics. You know, I don't understand half of it, but. The, the, the impact of what he said and what, what they're putting out, you know, talking about the hospital wards and things like that. There's not been a single complaint from anyone about trans women in female wards that they've just plucked that out the air and gone on a mission to attack trans people. Like, there's not a single complaint about that. And you know what? They take every trans woman out there, but they put me in there and I can sit in there and perv if I want to. Well, this, this was a really interesting point that i was going to bring up being putting trans women in there and being next to someone who is really mentally unwell and can be a can be a complete danger to you in the middle of the night yeah uh, like, no difference a safe space is a safe space because of the people who, re who reside within it not because of the people in it and what they've got between the legs well i said this on our podcast you know if i go into a toilet you set um, me off today ella sorry i mean no, no, you the, go for it People need to hear the truth. We always I don't say that. I rate. <laughs> no, I know you don't, but you're allowed to. You're perfectly valid in your feelings, by the way. You get as irate as you need to get. This is your sure. moment right now to say what you need to say, and we need more of it. 
more of it because the only way we make any changes in life is to educate and to show that emotion and that authenticity, which is what you do well. But I, I said on our last podcast about going into toilets, I've been into toilets where it says there is a male cleaner in this toilets. Yeah. Fair enough. They're cleaning. No problem with that. But some people might feel uncomfortable with a man being in the toilets, but it's okay because they've they've identified this is a man cleaning the toilet. Why is that more okay than a trans... Like, think of Ella Morgan from Married at First Sight. This is a trans woman. Is she not allowed to... uh, Is she not allowed to be in a female ward? Yeah, exactly. That's what they're saying. So anyone that's watching Married at First Sight at the moment with Ella Morgan, if you feel threatened by a trans woman, you have to question what it is you're actually threatened by. What... What is it that you're scared of? Because if it's paedophilia or if it's child abuse, I would say statistically, and this can probably be proven, and I'm pretty sure I've seen these statistics before, and I will dig them out and add a link onto the podcast. Statistically, people that abuse children are white, cisgendered men. So this idea is pushed by the media and now by the unelected, may I add, Prime Minister the yeah. unelected prime minister who is literally doing anything for votes and he's doing a lot of this um that's not based on facts to add to that i can't remember the name of the woman because everything's been a bit of a rush today i'm i'm squeezing All this right. I can't. yeah but there was there was a, a a woman um i think her name it's not Kay. I'll, I'll, I'll try and find the clip and add it onto the podcast when we send it out. She had another Conservative Party uh, member on her show because of the amount of lies that the Conservative Party have told at the conference. One was about bins and about local councils talking about uh, the need for seven bins, and there's been no local council that asked for that. So although it seems irrelevant, they're trying to say that Labour are pushing this narrative that there's going to be seven bins that we have to put our rubbish in. Apparently, that's not true. That was one of the ludicrous bullshit lies that the Conservatives have told. Then there were some other ones, and I can't remember what they are now, but basically this newsreader had called this Conservative Party member out and said, these are not facts, these are lies. And she was t- trying to say that they were facts. And the newsreader basically proved her wrong there and then. This transgender thing, like you say, is like clickbait. It's just a clickbait exercise. That's all it is. And so I'm trying to encourage people that are not really educated to listen to this podcast and to understand that being transgender, as far as I'm concerned, is very similar to being a person of colour in the fact that they haven't chosen the brain structure that they've been given, they haven't chosen the chromosomal influence, and they haven't chosen the hormonal influence when they were a fetus. Their no. gender identity is based on lots of different factors. I want to no, get that one. No one on earth would choose this. No, no. one on earth would choose this. I know you've done this podcast before, but tell me why you personally wouldn't have chosen this as your life, the experiences that you had to go through. Try and give us like a a real good paragraph of a reason why this has been the hardest thing you've ever had to do. Because it's it's one of the most terrifying, exposing experiences that I that I literally could could put into words like I have been to Iraq with the military I've worked in a prison 
you know, I've I've been in situations that would terrify the life out of some people, and I would rather do all of those things than than start to transition again because especially for the especially for the first few years of trying to do that not only does it take a long time you know you also look and feel completely out of the norm yeah as what society would deem you know it's when you're going through that it's very obvious to people you can't hide it's hard for the people around you it affects everyone you know, when you have to consider that as well, you have to think about your own mental health. Is it better to, to sort my mental health and do this? Is it better to look after the people around me? Is it better to, do I have to pick between my own mental health or my safety? You know, can I do this? Then how am I going to work? How am I going to get healthcare? How, how am I going to do this? Can I afford to do all this? Will they let me change my name? I need a supportive GP or I can't do it. You know, all these people, everyone else has got control over a trans person's transition before they have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's not something that anyone would choose. And I guarantee, you know, any man who wants to assault someone will not tip his world upside down and transition into a woman to do it. No. And you know what? They're going to assault you and that's it. Because anyone who's in sorry, anyone who is in a hospital ward or anywhere as a as a you know, as a trans woman, for example, every single thing about that person in their brain, in their chemicals, in their mannerisms, in their bot, in, in everything apart from the box that they're packaged in, is a woman. So yeah. that person is not sat there trying to go against women or perv on women or do whatever else. It's not. That's not the case. They just want to feel safe and okay and accepted and just live the life how they feel is going to make them feel the most authentic. Because we know more than anything that you cannot lie to yourself. So does everyone not deserve to just live a life and be happy and live that and do that and be okay? Because this whole thing is just pathetic. It is. And one of the things that, I mean, I know you and I know other trans people, several, you know, both female to male and male to female. So I have to say this, and I'm going to say this honestly and truly, I have never felt emotionally safer and more accepted and loved than I'm, when I'm with trans people and gay people and people of colour, actually, because there is this a sense of togetherness and support that I have experienced when people yeah. have been through adversity and people have been treated the worst of the worst. They're resilient, but they're also very loving and kind in my experience. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. And if you don't spend time with people, how the hell can you make an opinion about a person and what their motives are? Now, let me, let me ask you this though, off the back of that. There has been in the news one or two people that may have manipulated a situation to um, get out of serving time in a male prison. Now, those people are not trans people. And if they are trans people, by the way, um, then the media has turned against them. But certain photographs, which a lot of people will have seen, and this helps the anti-trans people push a narrative, by the way, certain photographs were picked up on of a particular gentleman, I don't know his name, who was clearly not trying to hide uh, the fact that he was perhaps not fully transitioned yet. Now, I don't know whether he feels genuinely trans or not. That's not for me to say, but that's the type of 
article that has made people think that trans people do this so that they can manipulate yeah. a situation. The trans people I know yeah. have never manipulated oh. anyone or anything. In fact, they go through, and I'm speaking on behalf of people here, but this is the experience I've had with them, the conversations I've had. They go through such trauma mentally and physically to become the persons that people that they genuinely feel that they are same for non-binary people i mean you know i know i know non-binary people as well who go through torture trying to work out why they feel the way they feel why they don't feel like everybody else this is so difficult it's so complex that's why i keep bringing it back to hormones chromosomes and brain yeah. you can't explain it and everyone has a unique experience but the reason i ask you about that is how do you feel about that those people or those articles where it's used as a way of pushing a narrative? It's like, it's like saying, right, well, that guy murdered someone, so all white men with brown hair and blue eyes must be murderers. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't do that to people. There is, there's extremists in every community. There's always going to be people who are not very nice, who do not very nice things, who manipulate the system, who do this, who do that. You can't put everyone in that box. And can I just say something about prison? When someone is transitioning and going to prison, they are put through a hell of a lot of assessment and um, counselling and conversations before deciding if that person is genuinely transitioning, what what jail they they need to go in at that point in their transition. So yeah. if they've been placed in a in a if if that person has been placed in a female jail and then something has happened, it's for one of two reasons. They haven't been assessed properly, or they have been assessed properly, and they are trans, yeah. But unfortunately, people are, are mentally ill. People are criminals. People are not very nice, regardless of whether they're trans or not. It's got half the time, it's got nothing to do with the trans conversation. But, oh, no, we'll just pick that bit out. And go, yeah. well, it's because of that. And I have been in prisons, as you know, and on our podcast, for a long time, and all my transition did was inspire people to yes. stop self-harming, stop telling, stop taking drugs, save their own life, change their own life. It's never too late. Be yourself. And you feel so emotionally safe around trans people, and you always will, and people always will, because they know what it's like to fight and go through how to be and live your true self. Yes. Because not a lot of people do that. And most people end up on the deathbed saying, I wish I'd have lived a life more true to myself because everyone knows how hard it is to do. And although like, what people can never get from you or me on a podcast or on a screen or on Instagram or wherever it is that they see us, um, you can never get the true essence of someone's spirit. And I will tell you this, um, I absolutely love Jax. Like, <laughs> like I love Jax so much. Um that I can't even put it into words because Jax is one of the kindest, funniest. I'm sorry for getting ranty. <laughs> no, you are allowed to. You are valid. And I'm glad you've said what you've said. I'm glad that we've had this conversation. I asked Jax to do this today because I feel so passionately about making sure that at least my followers and listeners have the opportunity to learn because the opportunity isn't given. We're not given the opportunity. Oh, you have to seek it out. And I really want to give that opportunity because like I said before, I've, I feel so emotionally, psychologically safe 
around you and around the other trans people I know. And I feel seen and heard. And I know that you are kind and loving and giving and you will do anything for anyone. You're just a good, good person. And the conversation shouldn't keep having to be about your gender or your gender identity. We should just accept people as as they present to us. And the media, they they have a mission and the governments of this world have a mission to segregate and separate us. So I kind of wanted to do this with you so that we can provide a space where people can see, hear and feel the passion. And and again, I, I keep saying these things over and over again, the buzzwords, chromosomes, hormones and brain structure, because then that allows people to go, do you know what? Ella said that enough times that I feel like I want to go and look into that. We'll, I will never know what it feels like to be transgender, but I know enough and I'm willing to read enough just so I can have enough of an understanding so that I can educate someone enough to say, please don't make assumptions, please don't be driven by the media because the media... 60 years ago was doing this with black people. The media have done this with Muslim people around terrorism. The media have done this around gay people and now they're doing it around trans people and it will continue until people interject and say, no, here's, here's a wider perspective. Yeah. So, and that's all I want to do. That's why, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing on Wednesday. And, and the other thing I really want to mention, because this is going to go out before it happens and I'm going to try my best to be there. Tell me what's happening on the 11th of October. Um, so obviously when I initially react, like put the reaction video out to what Rishi Sunak said, the messages and the the responses that I was getting, like it was just heartbreaking. You know, I can't I can't keep hearing parents so worried about the child the children and, and people worried about the future and all this stuff. And and I was at my mum's house and um and I was talking to her about it and looking at her face broke my heart. Because they've been through enough. I We've know. got to a point where they're watching and seeing their child really, really happy and, and fighting for something and building a life. And they've got through all of this. And then I turn around and show them a video like this or they see something like that about our own prime minister saying that that identity doesn't exist. And the fact that I've not only served my country for the last 10 years, you know, in the, in the armed forces and the prison service, that the man running the country can just turn around and say that my identity doesn't exist. So So, and then my dad turned around to me and said, Jax, you're part of this revolution. Yes. And it just really struck a chord. And obviously, you know, every time I do a podcast or I do a talk, I always end it with, you are the revolution you're waiting for. And when he said that, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Like, I, I am. And this is what I'm fighting for. And this is probably why I left the prison service a month ago, because this was going to happen. Yes. And, and I thought, Something needs to do something needs to be said. Like I'm not someone who wants to go and scream and shout and run around and be violent and be aggressive and feed into the aggressive trans person narrative. It's not about that. It's about bringing people together and showing every single person there, trans parent, ally, that you are seen, heard, and loved, and that there is always hope to fight another day because there's someone right next to you, Kurz, and we'll all come together. And I promise you now that I will make what he said, make this community stronger and bring everyone together. I absolutely promise you that by by making a speech that is so emotionally driven just to try and give someone a different perspective because I just want to know what they say if if it's their child who says, well, dead daughter or living son. That's all I want to know. And it's not like I'm ever going to speak to them, but they will see it. 
Yes. No, I, I, and do you know what? There's a song that springs to mind. Have you heard the Tracy Chapman song talking about a revolution? I don't think so. Right. Whoever is there on the 11th of October, someone needs to be booming that out because that is oh, about... Yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Wednesday, 11th of October at 3 p.m. outside the gates of number 10. Right. So if you want to be there to support Jackson, hopefully I'm going to be there. If you want to be there to support Jackson, the trans community. Actually, if you want to, if you want to be there to support humanity, good human beings who just want the right to live a peaceful life and live their authentic self, please come along 3 p.m. outside number 10 Downing Street on the 11th of October to support this. Now, you may feel I'm going to I've got actually I've got a patient waiting. So I'm going to just say this. To all that I'm not transgender, you know, everyone knows that. But if my daughter came to me and told me that she was having any thoughts about her gender, I would support her one million percent. And I've said that to her from day one. I, I used to say to her all the time, it doesn't matter who you want to be, what gender you want to be, I will love you in more than you will ever know. I said that to her from the very, very beginning. And for me as a parent, if I felt like my child wasn't safe, it would break me. So for all parents that value the safety of children, I think we all need to come together because all children matter, all lives matter. And trans people are, like I say, on the whole, like any other community, beautiful, giving, gentle people who value psychological safety. And that's why I feel so safe because you value that yourself. And I think most people become the energy they want to receive. So is there anything else you would like to say? Um, yeah, I just want to end it on a little funny thing. I got, I've got, I've had obviously like numerous negative comments on TikTok and Instagram over the last 48 hours telling me to shut up and whatnot. But one of them said, <laughs> you're talking balls if you think that you can change gender You'll always be a man. You might have cut your balls off, but you'll always be a man and you can't change that. And I was like, fucking brilliant. You actually think I'm going the other way? Like, nice, good argument, mate. Thanks. <laughs> Ignorance at its finest. I was like, that's a compliment. <laughs> that is the biggest compliment you could ever receive from a token post pop. You'll always be a man. I'm like, I know. <laughs> thank you that's exactly what i'm trying to say <laughs> love it that yeah, is in all seriousness it can always always affect at some point as well you know especially going forward now in life it will it will absolutely affect you at some point or something and the education and the awareness and the conversations they need to be there they need to happen you know that's why i'm on my mission um because it's not it's not about gender it's about life and it will affect you in some way somewhere so you know before making those assumptions before listening to to the conservative party and rishi sunak before making assumptions on people's genitalia if nothing else then please just just have some compassion because these people do not choose this at all yeah and i they just feel heard and worried for the safety and the rights and the healthcare and everything else that is now been encouraged he has now encouraged the people who are against it yeah. to get worse and he's encouraged the people hiding to stay hidden and it's yeah. not that's not okay it's 2023 and i kind of want to just um say that if 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 you could just 
allow yourself, not you, but the people listening, if you could just allow yourself to go out and talk to trans people or seek out information, you will find that quite quickly the feedback loop in your head that has been conditioned by society can, if you're willing to be open and share a safe space with people, can quite quickly change. Don't be uneducated. If if you still, if you become educated and you still feel the way you feel, then that's on, you know, that's up to you. But I think give it a go, like try and listen. Yeah. And and I think the other thing to say, Jax, is that, and this is just a, a final note, really. I know that when you left the prison service after serving this country for 10 years in one manner or another, you were really anxious and concerned and overwhelmed. The the universe knows what it's doing. Like you needed to be available for this time. And so whenever any of us doubt big life-changing decisions, remember there's always a bigger thing that you don't know is going to happen. And this is the moment for you to do the work that you're so passionate about. And I'm proud of you because your plans for, you know, not just educating on transgender issues, but also mental health issues and psychological issues. And we're going to do some work together around that because I respect you so much. You've got such an intensely beautiful mind. And I can't be <laughs> <Thank you laughs> with you because you are such a great person. And I, I really am grateful for people like you in this world. Like you do make it a better place. And I don't give a shit what Rishi says. You are <laughs> so powerful and so beautiful and i'm so pleased to call you my friend oh no thank you so much thank you i want to thank you for doing this because it was very last minute and i know you rushed around and we had so many technical problems i think both of us wanted to boil our own heads (laughs) it's okay it's okay i appreciate you yeah just get get over to my instagram and educate yourself please because you never know who's listening to your conversations your your children are listening they need to know that they're going to be able to come to you and it's so at just, just educate yourself at Jack's Ryder Feely on Instagram, yeah. yeah, and on on TikTok, same, 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 same everywhere. Yeah, so we'll put that on the podcast as well. Jack's Ryder Feely, please follow him and please educate yourself. That's all that we ask of this podcast, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I my darling, you. lots and lots of love.